0: And welcome to the Meredith Football Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Campisi. Eric and Dale are back with me. We're going to be talking about Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. They beat Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. And should Josh Allen be considered for MVP? And we're going to be talking about if the Minnesota Vikings can sneak into the playoffs. Let's get into it.
1: Welcome to the Married to Football podcast. The super fan take football today.
0: Josh Allen in the Bills. Looked good. Played good. Josh Allen played amazing. You know, did the Seahawks suffer because Chris Carson's out? Is that the reason? Should we be worried about the Seahawks going forward?
2: First, I'll address, should we worry about the Seahawks going forward?
0: Eh, Not
2: really. This wasn't a team that was super reliant on the run anyway. Yes, Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde being out does hamper their rushing attack. Um, DJ Dallas, I think, filled in okay. I mean, when you're behind, you're throwing the ball more anyway. And look, the Buffalo Bills are the, the, leaders of the AFC. They're arguably, they're for sure right now one of the top three teams in the AFC. So when you're Seattle, you gotta go on the road and play at Buffalo. Yeah, you know what? If you had to pick a game on Seattle's schedule to lose, that's probably one of the games they're gonna lose. If Seattle's a, a 12 and 4 or 13 and 3 team, and you, you gotta find three games in that schedule they're gonna lose on the road at Buffalo, yeah, I would say that's a fair that's a fair game to lose. I wouldn't hit a panic button or if, if that's what you're asking. Like they're gonna be fine. They have Russell Wilson, they have DK Metcalf, they have Lockett. You know, I wish they had a better defense.
0: Okay.
2: You know, as, much praise, as much praise as we want to heap on Josh Allen. I mean, let's face it, Seattle's defense is giving up points to left and right. I mean they're playing some good quarterbacks, but they're uh they're a team that goes as Russell Wilson throws. That can get them pretty far, but you know, at some point they're gonna have to play some defense. But on the flip side of that, I think this has more it says this, this game is more about Buffalo than it is about Seattle. This is a game that Buffalo needed to win to legitimize themselves to, to people like you. Um and and they did that and that now they can they can uh, get a stranglehold on their division and hopefully for them, they can see the Chiefs or the Steelers flip up a little bit to improve their seating. Right now it looks like they're going to be locked in that three spot, um, especially seeing what we saw tonight for the AFC South team. They're, they're in for a battle. But uh yeah, the, the Seahawks, you know, they don't need to worry. They can just Kind of skim by with uh, their third third string running back. I think it's their third string at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, neither team ran the ball much in that game. I think both of them were under 50 or 60 yards rushing for the game.
0: Okay.
2: And it was just all about the quarterback, which is what the NFL wants anyway. So uh, go Bills.
0: Go Bills. All right. Dale, what do you think?
1: I, I agree with pretty much everything that Eric had said. Russell Wilson didn't play terribly. No. Uh, you know, he, he threw for 390 yards and two touchdowns, mm-hmm. uh, but he had two picks. He made the mistake and, you know, that was enough to make the difference in a, in what was a relatively close game. Uh, you throw in that it's, um, you know, they don't have Chris Carson. Um, and that it's a West coast, uh, excuse me, a West coast team starting an early game on the East coast. Um, you know, all little things that factor in. Uh, Josh Allen did play well, um, but it is worth noting that this, this isn't the Seattle with the Legion of Boom defense that we remember. No. Uh, not by any stretch of the imagination. Um, Buffalo actually has the more comparable defense to that, to that idea of the Seattle defense that we have. Um, Seattle's actually last in the league in yards allowed per game, passing yards allowed per game, and points per game. That's their biggest flaw, I think. I, I'm not too worried about Seattle. Because they're still one of the three best teams in the NFC, and all of those good teams in the NFC have issues. Uh, Seattle's is that defense. But when Russell Wilson's on, he's enough that he can make the opposing defense, uh, let's say, look as poor as his own defense. And so it may not matter. Um, it's just a matter of w- of whether Russell Wilson is really on his game that particular day. Uh, Because if you're able to play close enough to the Seahawks offense and he makes some mistakes, you can knock him off.
0: You said it about the defense. Are we worried going forward about the Seattle's defense though? You know, playoff time. Are we worried? I mean,
1: yeah, I I wouldn't, I would not want to have a defense that's last in the league in any of those categories going into the playoffs. Um, But I mean, that said the other, the other teams that we're talking about in the NFC that are contending with them are the Packers and the Saints, and really, the, the, I mean, those teams have their own issues. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily defense, but none none of them have none of them have a uh, you know a defense like the the Tampa Bay Bucks or the Baltimore Ravens when they won their when they won their uh, their Super Bowls. So those defenses almost don't even exist anymore in today's NFL, with as pass happy as it is and um and 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 then we're seeing that in in these comments where these teams did not have these rushing yards this this week. I made the comment that Dalvin Cook had 200 yards and nobody else other than Kyler Murray had more than 100. Yeah. Uh same week that, you know, as Eric mentioned, Tampa Bay made really four rushing attempts in an entire game. Um so as Eric said again, as Seattle as Russell Wilson goes, so does Seattle. And so while I'm concerned about that defense, I'm not gonna rule them out of any game if he's starting a quarterback for
0: them. I agree with that. I just think Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, like that, that offense right now is so good. I do worry about in the playoffs going forward with that defense. I do worry. But like if they get down a lot, you know, yeah. that's when I worry. Yeah. And you know? and
1: we've seen every single every single team in the league have odd game oh yeah definitely. you know we, we we've seen we've seen kansas city lose we've seen you know well everyone in the league has lost at this point other than the steelers and they've had problem games. so mm-hmm. you know everybody's got their bad games too and it's it's a matter of sorting through those and saying is this because they just had their terrible game or is is this indicative of a larger problem
0: yeah i agree Guys, should we start considering Josh Allen to be considered for the MVP, though, now? I mean, I literally didn't think at the beginning of the year I'd be saying this, but, like, he's third in passing so far. He has 2,587 yards. Should we start thinking about him for the MVP?
2: So, I'm supposed to say yes, because I literally have said that. <laughs> but... uh I don't know. I When I think of the MVP right now, I think of Mahomes. I think of Rogers. I think of uh, – it was just funny because I was totally negative about Rogers, but I still think he, he has more of a chance. Right now, I think Aaron Rodgers has more of a chance of winning MVP than Josh Allen, and that's without looking at any stats okay. or anything like that.
0: Um,
2: another dark horse candidate, I think um, – I think Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes for sure are the favorite. But, but Josh
0: Allen good. should be considered, though.
2: He should be considered, but he plays in Buffalo. You know, it, Okay,
0: why is Buffalo he, get this he, bad he, rap? I'm, I'm curious about this. Maybe I don't know, but like I always hear like comments like Buffalo or they play in Buffalo. It's like, is Buffalo like a there's joke? Media,
2: there's media bias. No, it's a small market team, then there's media bias. Against uh, teams that aren't either a traditional power, like they're not the the media that votes on. So these because he plays MVP. in Buffalo
0: and he doesn't get as much like sponsors or media attention, it's like he shouldn't get like nominated for MVP. Yeah,
1: it's it is just for just for it's a popularity the fact,
0: I don't like the that. I don't like that. the biggest
1: market. They're the twenty sixth biggest market in the NFL.
0: Okay. I don't like that. But
1: interestingly enough, they're one spot ahead of Kansas City. Okay. And they are five spots ahead of New Orleans.
0: Okay. I don't know. I don't like that. I like Josh Allen. I like what he stands for. I'm a big, I'm like, I am conducting the Josh Allen hype train right now. I am the driver of the Josh Allen hype train. Like, I like Josh Allen now. I like what he stands for. I like who he is. Like, you guys, I didn't know a lot about Josh Allen at the beginning of the year. I'm not going to lie. I didn't really know a lot about him.
2: Well, well look, I, I've been talking a lot about Josh Allen, and I like Josh Allen, and I think he deserves credit. I'm just saying I think that people will gravitate more towards Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, and then Kyler Murray, I think, is also having a heck of a year. Mm-hmm. And he won't get it either because he's a second-year quarterback. Much I like Josh Allen is a like third year quarterback. Yeah. It, it seems like, I mean, Lamar, Lamar Jackson wanted as a second year quarterback, but he was putting up, like, video game numbers. And I don't know. It's just uh, Russell Wilson, seems, to me, seems like he's due. And I just don't think the Bills, unless the Bills really bring together a bunch of wins, I mean, it seems only halfway over.
1: So, yeah. All right. So I'm, I'm beginning to think that. Shannon sets up these questions uh, to get a negative reaction out of me to make me look like I'm trying to be mean. No, I'm
0: not. I, don't, I um, promise.
1: <laughs> but because uh, I know we talked earlier this year, you know, is Josh Allen for real? And you know, we, I, I think we all agreed that he's he's talented. He's he's good, and he's he's got a future for a long time in the league. It's, you know as long as he manages to avoid injuries, et cetera. But my initial reaction to whether he should be considered for MVP was, fuck no. You know, I went and I looked at the statistics that he's got for this year. Um, and you, you pointed out that he's third in total yards, um, which is important. But I, I would argue that that is possibly the least useful stat for evaluating quarterbacks. Okay because it takes away the fact that quarterbacks on teams that get up early don't play the full game and teams that tend to be trailing can oftentimes rack up a lot of those garbage time yards. So while it's not meaningless, it's a statistic you have to be careful of when assessing quarterbacks. So what I did is I looked at where he sits amongst all quarterbacks for a number of stats. So He's got a 68.9 completion percentage. That's sixth in the league. He's averaging 8.2 yards per completion, also sixth. 287.4 yards per game, that's seventh. He's thrown for 19 touchdowns, that's fifth. Uh, he's thrown five picks, that's technically seventh worst, but there's a lot of bunching up and ties in that. He's been sacked 20 times, that's the ninth most. Um, and his QBR rating is 80.1, which puts him sixth. Oddly enough, one spot below Ryan Fitzpatrick, um, and his passer rating is 107.2, which is eighth behind Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, and Deshaun Watson. So when I when I look at this, I, I say he's having a very good year, but he's he's kind of in the bottom half of the top third of quarterbacks this year, um, and he deserves a lot of credit for what he's doing, and and what he's meant to Buffalo that said though when we're talking about MVP we're, we're talking about most valuable player in the entire league and I don't think that those numbers get him into that conversation yet um I, I still think that it's it's a it's an award that is almost always going to go to a quarterback
0: okay.
1: um and that it's going to be a Rodgers Wilson a Mahomes or a Breeze Um, realistically, you know, as, as, as Eric said, playing in Buffalo is, is a detriment, not something that you can't overcome if your play is impeccable, but it's got to be a little bit better than what he's doing now to get himself into that conversation. Um, one, because he doesn't have the cachet that either of those guys has. When I say those guys, again, Rogers, Wilson, Mahomes, and Breeze, he doesn't have that cachet yet. Um, so he's gotta, he's gotta play even better to get, to get that notice and to get at that consideration. Um, if, if I'm making a short list for MVP, it's those four guys and probably just on the, the basis of how well he's played relative to everybody else, I, I might almost put Dalvin cook on there. I don't think he has a chance of winning it, but I think, uh, I Ooh, think based I I think based on the field, I put him ahead of Josh Allen. If you're, if we're doing betting odds for MVP at this point, yeah. Um, what was so, the last time so, a running
0: back got MVP?
1: Uh, Adrian Peterson in 2012.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, then before that, uh, Ladainian Tomlinson in 2006, and Sean Alexander in 2005.
0: Okay.
1: And it's been exclusively quarterbacks. Um, other than that, Marshall Falk in 2000, Terrell Davis in 98, Barry Sanders, 97,
0: Hmm.
1: Emmitt Smith in 93, Thurman Thomas, 91.
0: Maybe the running backs are due for a MVP.
1: Well, honestly, in, in terms of fairness, probably, um, the MVP has almost become an award that goes out to the best quarterback, um. In the NFL each year, okay. so they're they're probably. I mean, you look at this. Wide receiver hasn't won since 1990. Jerry Rice, uh, a defensive player, won in 1986. And that's Lawrence Taylor, and I would not have guessed this, but in 1982, Mark Mosley, a kicker for the Washington Football Team, won the MVP. Really. Uh, It was a strike-shortened season, (laughs) but yeah, he won the MVP.
0: That's crazy. I don't know. I mean, speaking about Dalvin Cook, I mean, you're talking about him. That's my next topic. I mean, Dalvin Cook and the Vikings, they're starting to finally win. Can they make a playoff push? I mean, right now, they're only really behind San Fran and Chicago. They're in front of them. I mean, it's not unrealistic for them to make a playoff push. What do you guys think?
2: It's not unrealistic, but last week I uh, kind of played all those, all those teams that are vying for the wild card spots, um, assuming that the division winners are going to be um, the Eagles, the Saints, the uh, Packers, and I, I put the Seahawks as the, the division winner. Um that was before they lost last week but I still yeah know, I still
0: think they too. win yeah
2: playing all those games out I see I still see Minnesota as 8-8 eight and eight top really um yeah I mean they, they had a rough start man they started
0: 2-5 I know but so I mean I, I mean okay the San Fran's only a game ahead of them and then you got Chicago San
2: Fran I don't I don't see San Fran making it either
0: no and then you got Chicago ahead of them and then you got the Rams ahead of them. The I don't know. I yeah. feel like the Rams could fall, and then should, Minnesota could sneak their way in there.
2: I just I like it would take a very. I mean, they would have to be dumb. Like that. That we're talking about. You know, when you start two and five. You want to go nine and seven. That means you're you're finishing at yeah, seven and two over nine games. I know.
0: That's, it's that's tough. A pretty
2: hot. Yeah. That's a Dalvin Cook's gonna have to run for 2,500 yards to make that that happen.
0: It's definitely,
2: and t- I just I just don't think he can run for that much. I I mean, so try as he may,
0: I know it's you know. definitely a tough, like hard thing to do. But I mean, okay, for instance, just just throwing this out there, Seahawks play the Rams this week. Okay, Seahawks win. The Rams are looking at five yeah. and four. Okay,
2: right. Vikings
0: uh-huh. play the Bears. Say the Vikings win. The Vikings are looking at four and five.
2: Four and five. No, I I understand. I I understand. I but and I, you're going through this. the three wild card spots, and right now, I mean, if we look at the
0: uh, if we look at the playoff standings the playoff picture, right now, right now, if you look at it currently, you got
1: your your playoff order right now is the same are the one seed. The Seahawks are the two Packers are three Eagles are four. Then you've got Tampa as the five Arizona at six. The Rams are seventh, The bears are eight. The 49ers are ninth. And the Vikings are 10.
0: I mean, there's still a lot of games to be played. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like Minnesota is still so underrated. I feel like they can make a run. They can sneak into that seventh seed. I feel like they like, I don't know. They're they're a scary team. Like I feel like they're still so good, and like people aren't expecting them to sneak into the playoffs.
2: Okay, I mean maybe they go nine and seven. So their remaining schedule. Okay, they got a front, they got Monday Night Football against the Chicago Bears on the sixteenth. Okay, at Chicago, they could win that. All right? So it's an, it's a need win. It's four. a divisional
0: game. It's a, they need to win it. Yeah,
2: that's that's a big that's a big game. But I mean, the Bears are going to try to win too. It's at home for the Bears, so that puts them at four and five. Then you have a home game against Dallas, and, and I mean, we thought that Dallas would be an automatic win for the Steelers, and it wasn't so automatic. But for the big argument, we'll say that Minnesota takes care of business there, so five and five. Home to Carolina, I do the same thing. Take argument, six and five. Home to Jacksonville, seven and five. Then you go at Tampa Bay. Now what Tampa Bay team shows up. If the team from earlier in the year that beat the Packers down shows up, okay, then that's that's a tough game for Minnesota. Now if the Tampa Bay team that showed up last week shows up, now we're talking, you know, that's a different story. Then you're looking at eight and five. And then you finish home Chicago, nine and five at New Orleans, I think that's a loss, nine and six. And then they have they go at Detroit for the last game of the year. Detroit fired so it in and fired their coach by then. So, okay, maybe I was sleeping a little bit on the Vikings. Right? They could go nine and seven, ten and six. They have a really easy schedule at the, end of the year because both their games against the Packers are done, and then they just they just have two games against the, the two games against the Bears and a game against the Lions. That's the only division game. They're only really tough games are at Tampa Bay and at New Orleans.
0: Yeah. They could sneak in. They could sneak in. The Rams have a little bit tougher of a schedule. They have Seattle this week. They have Tampa Bay. They have San Francisco, which we don't know the state of Jimmy Garoppolo, if he'll be back or not. Um, they got Arizona. Then they got New England. The Jets will be a win. Then they got Seattle again and Arizona again. They have a tough the Rams have a tough schedule. Dale, what do you think?
1: Yeah, my initial thought when when I looked at this question was that, no, that their their start was too poor. Um, but, you know, looking at it, I, I so the first thing I did is I looked at those playoff teams and I looked at the order and said, basically, well, they've got to get, they've got to get, uh, some combination of the, you know, the 49ers, the Bears, the Rams, the Cardinals. They've got to get past, um, three of those four teams to get at least to that seven spot. And effectively, they're only two games behind that spot right now. Um, so the, the next thing then was looking at the schedule, which we just went over. And realistically, the Saints are definitely a tough game. And the Bucks, the Buccaneers might be. So, it's uh, it's certainly a possibility that they've got to they've got to keep uh, healthy, and Dalvin Cook has to keep playing as well as he has. I don't know whether that is what happens or, and whether he's capable of that. Hopefully, he is, um, because I'd like to see it. Um, But maybe they're catching fire kind of at the right time and, and they're going to be able to carry this, uh, to carry this on because the teams that are ahead of them are all kind of in various states of, uh, of not falling apart, but backsliding. Uh, we talked about Tampa Bay and their struggles. Uh, Arizona is kind of the exception. They're, they're looking good. I don't think they fall out, but I think the Bucks, the Rams, the Bears and the 49ers, are all teams that could slide lower than where they're at now or out of the playoff, uh, you know, hunt altogether. Um, the 49ers have issues that we've talked about. We don't know about Garoppolo. Their running game is suspect. Their defense has injuries, the bears and the Rams have had records that are, uh, that are inflated and better than what their teams are this entire year. Mm -hmm. So, uh, You know, as crazy as it sounded, I think they can overcome that deficit. And the other thing that's worth mentioning too, I think the NFL men, uh, the NFL said this week that if they finish the season, uh, and they, there's teams that don't end up being able to play the full set of 16 games, that they may go to an eight team playoff in each conference, um, which would make it even easier for them to get in. But I think we assess this based on the assumption that only seven teams in each conference are going to get in. But uh, I think I think it'll be difficult. I think they need to they need to win. Uh, you know, both Bears games. They need to win the against the Lions. They need to win against the Cowboys, Panthers, and Jag. Yeah. So that's one, two, three, four, five. They need to win six of the last eight at a minimum, and that's tough. So six and two but if they do that, i think they might be able to sneak in in that in that last spot.
0: It's tough, but i i don't know. I have this weird feeling they're going to sneak in. Thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Follow us at MTFB Podcast on Twitter. Enjoy your weekend everyone and good luck in your fantasy games tomorrow. Cheers.